Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Episode 114 of the Wide Right Podcast. As always, we are your hosts, Ryan Honey and Rob Lutton. This podcast obviously brought to you by Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, no, we didn't speak last week, Rob, but we got a lot to uh, – so we have a lot to talk about now that each team, both Giants and Jets, have played their preseason week one games. Giants played the Patriots last Thursday night while the Jets played the following night against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, and, um, yeah, we already have a couple big injuries. Not good. I said we yeah, said, I said the last all. episode, the only – it's it sucks in the preseason because the only big stories we have to talk about are if there are ever injuries, and we have two of them. Obviously, Mekhi Becton has uh, got hurt. He's out for the year. That happened since we last recorded. And uh, we're probably going to see Joe Flacco week one which is obviously going to be Flacco versus Baltimore, which is, you know, whenever a guy, whenever a guy like, you know, a, a franchise quarterback faces his old team, like that's obviously a big deal, but it's not ideal. It's, it's not ideal in the sense that the Jets are going to have to, you know, in a year where they have to improve and they have to win some games and Zach Wilson needs to improve, Zach Wilson's not going to be on the field probably week one. Um, would you say that's fair to assume that he's not going to be there? Yeah, I mean, I know Salah actually came out today and said he's not ruling out that's, that he plays week one. But I think they got to be smart with him. I think that, you know, there's obviously the, you know, rumors going around that, you know, the Jets could move on from Zachary. I think it's way too early. I think he's got at least th- this year and the year after. And I think at the end of the day, like, you have to have that in your mind. And you got to play safe. So if he's not 100% ready to play week one, then you don't play him. I think, you know, worst case, you have him play week two. Um, and then if you really have to, then you play him week three. It, it, it is what it is. I think at the, you know, the pinnacle is you want him for the rest of the season mm-hmm. and you don't want to risk sending him in too early, especially since, you know, he's going to need some practices under his belt. You know, like he, he obviously had, you know, some of the preseason to practice, like, before, but he only got through what one drive and one play and, uh, in preseason in the first game, so he's going to need. Don't forget the first drive was the interception too. That didn't yeah, look uh, <laughs> that didn't look too look, hot. He didn't look great, but I mean, fair. Like, you know, shit it, out of that pass. Yeah, I mean, he's still going through some. Obviously, some. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to he's got to learn. You know, I think the problem with the NFL is you have these you know these guys come in and then they just you know take over. Um, which you know some people don't do that. You know, you have Patty Mahomes came in year one. You know, Burrow got injured, but year two came in, lit up the league. But I think sometimes you have to remember Herbert. that some people, yeah, Herbert lit up the league year one. Um, but, you know, some people, you know, look at Josh Allen. It took him, what, three years to become who he is. And before that, he was pretty, you know, people were talking about whether or not he was the future. And then year three comes along and this guy's, you know, now a pinnacle top five, debatably yeah. top three quarterback in the league. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think, you know, you got to give him some time and just – yeah, I, I don't I don't want to see him rush it. If he's 100% week one, I want to see him play. I want Dak on the field as soon as possible. But at the end of the day, you know, we got to think about the future. And, you know, I, I still think Zach is the quarterback for that for now. Um, yeah. So you got to think about making sure he stays healthy. He has to be. Because if he yeah, doesn't, I mean, work, if he doesn't work out, like if he doesn't work out this year, if he's not good and they're not good, Douglas is going to get fired. Like that's like we could say all yeah. we want about how much we love Joe Douglas and how we think he's a mastermind GM and how somehow he pulls off some of these trades, whether it be, you know, in the offseason or, you know, leading up to the draft that we don't know how he's pulled off. Um, but the bottom line is that it's a results league. And if Zach Wilson, who's his prized possession, 
of a quarterback yeah. that he drafted number two overall doesn't work out. And his first ever draft pick ever as a Jets GM, Makai Becton, isn't working out, which is it, it, it look it looks like right now that it, that that's not going to work out. I mean, he's not going to be yeah. playing. I saw a stat. I saw not a stat, but I saw somebody tweet. Makai Becton won't have if Makai Becton returns next year for the Jets and he plays, he won't have played in front of the home fans at MetLife until yep. his fourth fourth fucking season. Because yeah. last two years, uh, I mean this year and last year didn't play. Obviously, last year he played the one game, but it was on the road. And the year before um, was the COVID year, so MetLife didn't have any fans. So yeah. it's like, it's just like, I, I read that tweet, and, it's, and I was just like, that's un- it's crazy. unbelievable. But anyway, back to the original point. Zach has to be the guy. You know, they're not yeah, going to throw they, they're not gonna throw him to the, they're not going to, um, the jury's not going to be out on him fully right now. I mean, there's some people that are. Like, there's some yeah, people oh. who don't believe he's th- the answer, and that's fine. Because really there's always like going to be that. those critics, but yeah. like he he, there's still a lot of time for him to grow into the franchise quarterback that the Jets want him to grow into. There's still a lot of time to write. He's so young. Yeah. Didn't he just turn twenty two? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he just turned twenty two. But the kid's three years younger than us. Yeah. So I mean, he are has, writing him off. Like oh, he just turned twenty three. Oh, whatever. He's got so much time to, like, they can't throw him away because of the situation he was in last year with a rookie head coach and not a whole lot of talent. You know, Corey Davis didn't have a great year. He was hurt. Elijah Moore missed some games. That defense was obviously brutal. Uh, Makai Becton missed the entire year. Like, you can't use that one year and then one interception in a playoff game to say, excuse me, in a preseason game. Um complete opposite and say yeah he's done they have to get like you need to they need to get a legitimate full evaluation of zach wilson before they can say he's not the guy or if he is the guy and a full legitimate evaluation is seeing how he is consistently with a consistent offensive line with the talented weapons that they got for him in the offseason with an improved defense that they're hoping is going to improve with you know, Carl Lawson coming back and obviously Sauce and DJ Reed and Jordan Whitehead and all those guys coming through. So, like, they, you can't base Zach, Zach's entire development, Zach's entire improvement over his career as a Jet off of one season in which he didn't have much to work with and one preseason game. They need to see what he looks like for the majority of a full regular season with the supporting cast that Joe Douglas acquired for him to improve. Like, yeah. so anybody writing off Zach Wilson right now, like, listen, I get it. Like, people are so fucking impatient. Like, I people write off quarterbacks at the drop of the hat all the time. Oh, yeah. After three games. The, 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 there is no such thing as patience anymore in the NFL. So I get why some people want to write off Zach Wilson, especially in the impatience capital of America in New York, New Jersey market. But, like, you, you can't right now you can't write him off until you see him throw four picks in one game with all the guys they acquired to help him develop like if he's throwing four picks with elijah moore davis braxton barrios and garrett wilson healthy and those two running backs healthy and those three tight ends healthy and as of right now as of right now dwayne uh dwayne brown and george fan healthy in the interior um lives up to expectations like then it's like all right maybe you have to replace them at some point with, you know, if they're going to go into 2023 and Zach Wilson isn't the guy, but the guys around yeah. him are, you might have to consider maybe, you know, a Garoppolo on a one-year deal or something of that. I, I think if, if Zach was out for the year, they would have taken Garoppolo. They would have traded for Garoppolo. Because that first... I would, that, I would have hated my... I would have hated that. I, I know. Mean, I guess if you trade, like, nothing for him. I mean, uh, you already know how I feel about Jimmy Garoppolo. And a, but I understand it's not necessarily the talent that makes me hate it. It's the cap hit that makes me hate it. Like, I know, like, mm-hmm. it's just so much money. Like, if it was like he was getting paid like 15 mil and we traded like a six round pick, Zach was after the year and we played him, I wouldn't hate it. I would know we're not winning a lot of games because I don't like him. I don't think he's a good quarterback. Um, but he but, would be your, he would be the best like option be, because that staff. Be, yeah. Yeah. He would like, I mean, right now, I think Flacco's fine for a game or two. That doesn't really bother me. Um, yeah. You know, if we if we lose, I mean, 
it depends how long Flacco's out. I mean, week one's most likely a loss uh, with going up against the Ravens. And, you know, but you never know. Flacco could have that revenge game and just, you know. But the thing is, is it's funny because I, I obviously, no matter what, wanted the Jets to win because I want the Jets to be, like, in the hunt for a playoff, like, spot. But I know for a fact that if Flacco balls out and beats the Ravens week one, there's going to be those people that are like, oh, well, should he start instead of Zach? And then he's going to start that constant thing where, like, every time Zach throws a pick, people are going to be like, well, if we had Flacco. And that just really pisses me off. Like, and I, that's happened I every year with the Jets. That happened that last year with Mike White. With Mike White. Yeah. That happened. That That's happened for 10 years going back to when Tim Tebow and Mark Sanchez were on the roster. Yeah. Like. That's, I mean, first of all, Mike Wade had one great game. Don't get me wrong. Then the next game, I'm pretty sure he got taken off at halftime because he threw like three picks. Like, let's be real. No, Mike it, White, was, it was the Thursday night game against Indianapolis. I think he got hurt. And then. He, oh, he did get hurt. Who was uh, the Josh really Johnson? Um, Josh Johnson played well. And then someone got taken off at halftime. Dude, Josh Johnson, I feel like, plays well. Like, I feel like Josh Johnson is like, can be a. Like, he. Listen, I, I think Flacco is a really good backup situation. Like, look at what the Giants had last year when Jones went down. I mean, you had they, they, nobody. You're not going to rely on Mike Lennon. You're not going to rely on Jake Fromm taking him off the street he'd ever played in a game before in the NFL. And they couldn't rely yeah. on Flacco is a much better backup quarterback situation. But, like, he's last year it was a smart veteran quarterback. That's what yeah, it was. Like, last year, like, I don't understand why the Jets, before Flacco came back uh, via that, like, midseason trade, I don't know why yeah. the Jets had Mike White in front of Josh Johnson. Uh, Josh Johnson has, has played on, like, I actually saw a, a tweet about, like, he's been on, like, 17 teams. Yeah. He's Crazy. like Fitzpatrick. He hasn't had yeah. the success that Fitzpatrick has had, because no, no, Fitzpatrick no. hasn't been bad. But um, He did pretty decent with the Jets a few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Fitzpatrick has done pretty decent with a couple different teams. Um, but, <clears throat> I mean, he was... I still don't know why they benched him for Tua like two years ago. Like oh, they're, yeah, I think that was during Tua's rookie year, the COVID year. That's all. I, mean, I, I don't even call it 2020. I'm also, not, I'm also not a Tua like truther either. So yeah, neither I am I. I think that's like been I don't know evident. But I, funny enough, speaking of like the people saying like oh if, like Joe should start over Zach. Um, I think the Giants are running into that too because I follow Connor Hughes on Twitter obviously because he was a Jets beat. But now he's on uh, SNY, so he covers both teams. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of his tweets saying, like, you know, Tyrod looks pretty good. He's throwing some good passes, yada, yada, yada. And I think that you're going to run into that with the Giants, too, where, like, people are going to start calling for Tyrod to, oh, of to, course. to play over Daniel Jones. Absolutely. Especially because you know Daniel Jones is going to, you know, especially since Galladay doesn't look that good. You know, Canaries Tony, if he's healthy, is it like, you know, we got to see. The line doesn't seem, from what I've read, I mean, Hey, listen, I, I don't know what, you know, I'm saying. The exactly. line, like, the I, line can I'm be not hit or watching miss. the game. But the, the line, line can be, be hit or miss. miss. So if the line yeah. has a bad game, Jones is most likely going to have a bad game, especially since we're not really aware if he can control his fumble issue. So, you know, the second he has one of those bad games, people are going to be coming for his neck. Yeah, and um, he's screwed because, you know, he's not the type of quarterback that can overcome, like, like for example, like in no. Green Bay, like, Devonte Adams leaves, but we still think they're going to make the playoffs because Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we know, what, like the third favorite to come out of the NFC. Yeah, like we know Is Aaron Rodgers has the capability of overcoming setbacks. Like Daniel Jones is one of those quarterbacks, and so is Zach right now. Where like they're, you know, they need to be in a perfect spot. Yeah, there's some quarterbacks that are like that. Like take, yeah. Like I'll tell you right now, they'll 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 call for Tyrod if they go all oh, one, and Jones doesn't have a yeah. good week one game. They're not. That's what I said who before. Guys, who are you guys even playing week one? Titans. Oof. I mean, that, they're not as good as they used to be, but it's still a tough game. Titans are the quietest number. Titans were the quietest number one playoff seed of my lifetime. Oh yeah, by far. Nobody. They're they were the number bad. one seed, and good nobody bad. picked them to win the Super Bowl. And they were right. They they weren't going to win it. Yeah. They were the quietest number one seed. Nobody cared because they don't have a star quarterback. Their yeah. best, well, then, yeah. their, their best like players. I, I actually love Tannehill, and now I don't really love Tannehill. <laughs> Tannehill's a gay guy. I know. Well, I mean, to be fair, he did do a lot better once he got off Miami. Not a gay guy, but they worked together. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Miami, yeah. He was in, he, yeah. I feel like people forget Tannehill was in Miami for like a lot longer than people think. Four years, but right? He, Wasn't it four years? 
No, he was there from like 2012 to 2018. Really? It was longer? He signed an extension with them? I mean, he was pretty solid. But he was hurt for like an entire year. when uh, He was yeah, out he for was. all of 2017, I believe. Yeah, he was 2012. He was the eighth overall pick. I forgot about that. Is that when they drafted Tua? Was that when Tua came out? Nah, Tua was two years later. He was on the Titans when Tua came out. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it gotta be gotta feel so stupid. He's been on the Titans since 2019. Like drafting Tua, not Herbert. Like that's got that's gotta be tough. Oh, dude, how about drafting Saquon and not Josh Allen? How about yeah, drafting I mean, Sam Darnold and not Josh Allen? Allen. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's fun. So I stand on this though. I think that if Josh Allen went to the Jets, I think he would suck. I just think Josh Adam Gase would have ruined him. I just I really do. I really stand by that. I stand by the fact that I think I don't even want to just ruined. I don't even want to like think about that. Like I don't know. Like I, I but the, the thing is, is like you know Buffalo wasn't Buffalo was a playoff team when uh, Josh got there because they made the playoffs the year before with Tyrod Taylor. Ironically enough, but like yeah, and you, like you knew they, they were ended up bringing in Sean McDermott, who's uh, a fantastic coach, and and Brian Dable and. Yep, and Brian Dable, and they got Stefan for him. Like, they, they did what they needed. And then Stefan right. was what, like, you know, the top five debatably receiver. So, I think pretty solid. Stefan Diggs, when they, so. Stefan Diggs, when they acquired him, I don't, I, I wouldn't say it was even top five. And then he became, oh, top no, five Josh no, Allen. no. He was, he was probably not even, he was debatably not even top 10 when he came. Oh, yeah. When he I was, mean, he was with Minnesota now. I mean, he was the number two on his team behind Thielen mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about one of the most even trades of you know in history, uh, right there because the Vikings took Justin Jefferson. Yeah, right yeah. My my uh, my uncle's a Vikings fan, and and my my uncle's actually a Vikings fan, and he's uh because he I don't know he he grew up loving Fran Tarkenton, who was also on the Giants too. But whatever, he's a big he's always been a big Vikings fan. He said that too. He goes like, yeah, I love that trade because it's basically an even trade, but you don't have they're not paying Stephon Diggs, you know Stephon right Diggs money. Yeah, they'll pay. They're Justin paying Justin more, Jefferson. Yeah. Obviously, Justin Jefferson is going to get a major contract, especially oh, yeah. if he is as just as good this coming year. But like, oh, he's going to get a major extension. What he's doing, like, it's going to be. If he keeps up what he's doing, I mean, he's going to get the highest contract of all time. Because mm. well, uh, he broke the rookie record, then he broke the sophomore year record. So like, I mean, yeah. he's on pace to be debated. Like, he's on quote unquote on pace. I'm not saying he will be, but he's on pace to be. Like eat like you know one of the best receivers of all time. Mm, yeah, no, I, I, mean, I agree. It remains to be seen, but yeah, it's, saying, like, give it like eight. five, give it like seven, eight more years of pure dominance, oh, yeah. and we'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah, um, if he does this, if he does what he's doing for another seven years, he's already yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, like it's like it's yeah, I totally agree. But uh, yeah, back to like the original point, like with with Tyrod, like. And Daniel Jones, like, yeah, you'll get those, you'll get those calls for Tyrod early and often if Jones struggles, but they're not going into week one with Tyrod as a starter. Yeah. That's not happening. Like, they structured this offseason for Daniel Jones. They drafted a right tackle in the first round. They drafted a receiver in the, in the second round. They got a tight end in the fourth. They, 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 um, you know, they, they signed the guy, John Feliciano, who's going to be their starting center, and Mark Lewinsky, who's going to be their starting right guard. They've taken on multiple new they, – they've brought in multiple new guys to start on this offensive line. They made it a make-or-break year for Jones by not picking up that fifth-year option. So they structured this entire scenario to see just what Daniel Jones could bring to the table in this make-or-break year. They're not going to ruin that and say, oh, screw it, and go to Tyrod week one. That's why I said when there were those rumors that the Giants no. could have made a move for Garoppolo, and there were those rumors that, they're, oh, they're the betting favorite to land Garoppolo, I was like, yeah, that's crap. They're not trading makes, for Jimmy makes, Garoppolo. It makes but, no sense. Because zero like sense. Said, like they, they set everything up for him this year because, like, this is make or break. Now, I'm not saying he's going to get the full year. If he is if he's bad, like, through week eight, I think he's done. And I think everyone knows. I think if he's bad for an extended period of time, like, say, you know, you're at week eight and he's got, like, 10 touchdowns, like, but, like, you know, 15 total turnovers, he's probably shot. Like, I think at that point you're just, like, it's over. And, like, you know, it kind of depends. Like, you know, it's funny. I was actually talking to one of my friends who's a Giants fan, and he was like, you know, what do you think it would take for Daniel Jones, like, like to Daniel Jones to stay next year? 
And, you know, like we talked about this earlier, but how tough it is for him because he has to, A, play really well, but they also have to win games. Mm-hmm. Like, if they don't win games and they're in the position where they're looking at – because you also have to think, you know, so Dabble's the new coach and Jones isn't his quarterback, first of all. And second of all, money. So they get to this offseason. Did you just pronounce looking, it Dabble? <laughs> did I say Dabble? I thought you said Dabble at first. I'm like, you mean Dabble Sweeney? No, 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 no. I don't know. Maybe I did. Whatever. Anyway, um, so like if they're in the position where they can either get CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, like they're like they're thinking, do we get our own quarterback and have him on a rookie deal? Or do we, you know, sign Jones to, you know, starting quarterback money is at this point has been crazy, but Jones wouldn't get that. So like he'd probably demand at least what, 20, I would say. So. You know, it really comes down to thinking, like, do we get our own guy kind of reset and kind of give the whole team a reset? Because now this kind of gives you more years to kind of prove that you can win Um, compared to if you ride with Jones, you're kind of saying, oh, this is the guy like, you know, he's going to win us football games. Then next year comes along and you don't win football games. You're probably screwed. So if the Giants don't win games like Daniel Jones would have to play immaculate. And Mm -hmm. I think if he plays immaculate, they're going to win games. So it's like. Basically, at the end of the day, like the Giants have to be a borderline playoff team for Jano Jones to even be in the consideration of staying. So, mm. you know, yeah, and like because at the point you could sign Tyrod for a cheaper deal and not get that much of a difference in production. Meanwhile, you can always it may say you have like pick 10. Let's just say you could pick a guy there that like maybe needs a year and then just have him sit behind Tyrod for, you know, a season and then eventually have him start. So, you know, it's it's it's, you know. Everything's pointing to a Daniel Jones departure at the end of this year. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Because if they're not, if he's better, but the team isn't, they're going to be in the position to draft someone. Or if he's not good, but the team makes the playoffs, that shows that the roster is good enough to make the playoffs, but they are missing a quarterback. So they can just, you know, maybe that's when you sign Garoppolo to a one-year deal. Or maybe that's when you sign Teddy Bridgewater to a one-year deal. Like, or, yeah. or, or, or if, you know, who knows? If, if Baker has a good year and he's on the market because he didn't sign an extension with Carolina, maybe he's an option. You know, someone – the bar is low for that spot. If you're going to make the playoffs with Daniel Jones but he's not good, the bar can be low at the quarterback position because that means you have a good enough roster to overcome the, the, the setbacks at the quarterback position. So you can go yeah. get a guy for Garoppolo who isn't going to be perfect. You can go get a guy like Bridgewater who isn't going to be perfect talent-wise – but has enough experience and intelligence and leadership to man the starting starting quarterback position in this league. So I yeah. think I don't think I don't. Or you could do what the Forty yeah. ers did and trade up to get somebody. For instance, like I, I don't mean, know who, who I, ended I, up trading back the Dolphins with the Forty ers right? Number three overall was the Dolphins. They traded back with the Forty ers So um, yeah, it was like well, the Niners traded up from twelve to three. Yep. I believe right, and then yeah. Whoever traded back from three to twelve moved up to six. So I yeah, think, it was the Dolphins. Yeah, because the, the Eagles back and then traded up to get Jalen Waddle. Yeah, and then the Eagles traded back and then traded up to get um. <laughs> yeah, to jump the Giants. <laughs> the Giants. The Giants. Giants with like, the Cowboys. Yeah, unbelievable. Like I was like, what the? Cow- I actually, cow- I, I, I actually wasn't in. Parsons, who was dominant last year. Yeah, so. I wasn't in love with the Buffalo total Smith, L. Though. Total L. For the, well, I mean. I wouldn't say total L for the Giants because you traded back and then you ended up getting a first round from the Bears for that big field. And then you got Tony, who's, you know, we'll see how he works out. Um, so, it, honestly, it, it didn't really work out too poorly, like, all around. I think the Cowboys got away with the best because Parsons looks like an absolute animal. Uh, well, mm. Parsons is an absolute animal. So, but, yeah, that was, mm. that, was, that was funny that when that happened. I remember watching that and being like, that's hilarious. Was that during the – no, that was the 2021 draft. I'm thinking 2020. 2020 was when Thomas and Mekhi Becton were taken, or Andrew Thomas. Yeah, Thomas was taken at four. Becton was taken at, what, 11? Yeah. Who was number one? Oh, oh, Burrow. Burrow was number one. Yeah, Yeah, it was Burrow one, two of five, and Herbert seven. What what was two of? Five, right? I think it was five. I don't know what anybody saw in him coming out. I wasn't even a fan of him much at – Alabama for the same reasons why people aren't a fan of him now. Not really that, not 
doesn't have great size, can't really, he's not mobile. Doesn't doesn't have a gun. And does, at doesn't all. have a big arm, so, like, what is he? Like, Josh Usually, Allen is, like, like, the robot quarterback to me because he's yeah. big. He's but, he's but big, has a good arm, and he's mobile. The thing is coming out is, like, so Allen didn't have the accuracy, and Herbert had the accuracy problems, too. Like, coming out, obviously, completely different now, but coming out. But the thing is, is, like, Tua has accuracy problems, as we've seen in the NFL, but he doesn't have that arm. Like, Allen and Herbert were like, well, at least he has a cannon. Like, you know, if we could teach him the accuracy portion, then he can get it. But if Tua doesn't, if Tua, even if Tua really learns the accuracy problem, he still doesn't have a cannon, which already puts him behind those guys like Herbert, like Allen, like those guys that have that cannon and the accuracy. Like, Tua will never reach that epsilon of, like, being – like, mm-hmm. I don't see Tua being a top five quarterback. No. Like, if everything works out perfectly, he's maybe borderline top ten. But, like, we haven't seen enough from him to really say – even, like, I don't even know if I could – I've seen enough for him to see him being better than someone like Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins. Like, I don't know if he's, like, even there. I think he's going to, like, at best cases, hovering around that, you know, 13-ish mark. Like, maybe yeah. at best 10, at, you know, at worst, obviously bad. But, you know, it's it, it's it's tough. And, like, you see – and he gets trolled a lot, so I do feel bad for that, like, in terms of, like, um, you yeah, know, I, like, I every mean, time he has, like, a wobbly throw, people troll him hard. But, like, the thing is, is you're a professional quarterback. You shouldn't be throwing wobbly throws, especially if – they didn't get tipped. Like, if it's a straight pass, you shouldn't be throwing, like, balls that come out that are, like, you know, going sideways. I don't, I don't, air for 10 years. I don't really feel bad for him as far as getting trolled for, like, the wobbly throws. Because, like, number yeah, one. He should be throwing the ball, right? Number one, like, it's, it's, it's a lot different when you troll somebody for, like, what they did on a practice field versus, like, something in, like, their personal life, maybe. Like, yeah, it's not like, it's, like, there's no off-field issues with Tua. It's not like anybody is no. trashing the person yeah. that Tua is. And plus, like, there's so many quarterbacks that get so much shit. I mean, Daniel Jones gets shit for everything he does. I mean, yeah, for, the New York for me as well. Though. Yeah, I mean, I'm part of the problem. I'm the one that, I'm part of, I'm one of the people that criticize, criticizes him. But, like. Yeah, but, I mean, you criticize him about his play. That's fine. Like, I think you should criticize. Like, that's kind of like your whole – the idea of this podcast is to talk about football. So we think I, yeah. there's something wrong. I mean, hey, I go after Jimmy Garoppolo every podcast. So, like, do I feel bad about that? Absolutely not. The man's getting paid $30 million to not even be that good at quarterback. To, to, to do so, nothing. Like, he's, he's not yeah, even – He's not even playing. So, I don't think he's and, there like, with them. I don't even – I don't, I don't think, think, I don't think he's beach. at the Fair practice enough. facility. If I was him, I'd also be on the beach right now and, like, not showing up to practice. He's um, someone who gets his personal life hammered because, like, he, he gets, yeah. like... No, he does. He does. He does. He, he gets spotted on dates with, like, porn stars, and they're like, oh, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy. Let a man live. Let a man live. Yeah, whatever. Do what he wants. He's he a cares. tall, good-looking I mean, I, quarterback. Yeah. I mean, hey, I will attack him for his on-field play, but I will not attack the man for his off-field. He can do whatever he wants as long as he's not, you know, doing anything illegal. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but, yeah, I mean... As long as you're, like, going after the guy for how he plays and, like, you know, then I think that's completely fair. I mean, at the end of the day, like, um, you know, you're a Giants fan. I'm a Jets fan. Like, I'm going to talk. We're going to talk about how we think people play. Like, week one, I'm going to be glued to the TV screen watching the Jets play. Probably won't be like that, cons- but I'll be able I to watch like, the rookies, so. I haven't, like, considered myself, like, a Giants fan much, though, since, like, I started really writing a lot about them. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. I've actually gone, I've actually successfully moved away from saying uh, we. Like, whenever I talk about oh, really? the Giants. Yeah, I haven't, like, because, like, you, you, you can't say that as a writer. Like, you, you can't just be, like, even, yeah. if you, even if you write about the team, but if you grew up watching them and fan of them, you're obviously going to have the tendency to say we, because that's what everybody does naturally. Yeah. But I've, like... I'm, like, not able to do that in articles, so, like, I have, like, successfully... Yeah, I haven't said we in, like, forever. Well, yeah, because you, you have to be, you have to be like, impartial and, like, not let your, you know, your feelings get in the way, because at the end of the day, like, you want to uh, be, like, a, you know... I don't want to be an impartial writer. I don't, I don't let my feelings get in the way. I, I, I am so mean sometimes. I'm so mean. <laughs> well, you got to be. I mean, hey, it's been brutal for it's been brutal for us for the past, you know, what is it like? The Jets and Giants have the joint worst record in the last four years, or something like that. So yeah, like I mean, we yeah. got to be brutal about our teams. It's the Giants pretty, have a little bit worse. Giants have a little bit worse of a record. Um, 
because Maybe about of, like a uh, game or two. Yeah, because there was the well, the Jets did win seven games one year, right? Well, the Giants did oh, win yeah. six. So I, I just I feel like I think they're like close. I, I know they're within a game or two. I I know at one point they were like joint tied, but obviously mm-hmm. this year will most likely change that. But we'll see. Never know. Well, maybe we end up both like six and eleven or something like that. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I I I I got to look up what their record is. I know their record is twenty two and sixty since the boat picture. That's uh. Yeah, well, that's been a huge <laughs> troll for the Giants. That's a major troll. That is a major fucking troll. That's all everybody goes back to. Um, um, deservedly so. I mean, like, what else are you gonna do? Yeah. So, but um, yeah. No, I can be mean sometimes with them. Like I like that. Not like I'm not. I'm not like too mean. But like I definitely criticize. But they, you know, they they don't. They they still invite me back to the Zoom calls if that means anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going on Sunday too. Oh yeah, you had your first. You you asked your first question to DJ. He probably maybe he looked at your. Well, I did. Like, yeah. Nah, DJ doesn't know. I, I, no, I, no shot. He doesn't I don't know if any of these guys. I don't know if any of these guys like truly know. Like none of these guys read stuff. Yeah, besides Makai. Makai does. <laughs> yeah, Makai does. Reads a lot. And, yeah. Dude, they, and, uh, I don't know if you saw the uh, they, uh, press conference today or, like, the, you know, after practice or whatever. Uh, like, Rich, uh, Sim, I think it's – is it Semini? I think it's Semini. So, how you pronounce it. I, I, sure, I think that's how you pronounce it. They hate him. Like, the Jets players hate him. Like, they do not like him. And it's really? Funny cause, oh, yeah. Because, like, he, he, like, goes – he's, like, not gone after, but he basically is, like, Talked about like oh Makai's not in weight and all this stuff and Makai like tweets back at him telling him like shut up and all this stuff so they clearly don't like him but they asked like he asked Michael Clemens a question he was very like just like didn't really answer the question like he ended up doing it but at first he was kind of like also speaking of like Michael Clemens is a, like scary as hell like that man oh my is god scary. he's so intimidating he's literally massive and like they they asked him because he had a really good preseason game speaking of the preseason game. Clemens had a very good preseason game. He had like seven, mm-hmm. like seven um, hurries and you know five pressures and some, whatever, um, and one sack. But uh, like I think Semini was like, oh, like how do you think you perform? Like you know, people would say like it was a it was like a good preseason game. Like you know, like how do you? He was like he was like oh like don't think I played that well. Like still a lot to do and like mm-hmm. it was funny. If you watch the video, I'll have to, I'll have to find it and send it to you. But uh, like he was, it seemed like he was pretty standoffish. But that could also just be. His like character of being like this intimidating massive D end like yeah. jacked as hell like so I know it's kind of funny but yeah but like yeah it seems like the Jets players are not a fan of uh, Semini in, 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 in the slightest which is fair I also don't well you'll get like D writers for every team that don't don't get a lot of love from players because like they you know maybe they well yeah because they just ask like, questions that people don't want to answer so yeah the tough questions yeah 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 but um. So, yeah, I, I, they, they, I, I've only ever asked like once. I mean, I asked Daniel a question, and it was. Yeah, about, it's so cool though. I mean, I'm going Sunday. I'll be there Sunday there against uh, Cincinnati. So uh, ask Daniel. I, I gotta see what. <laughs> ask Daniel if he wants to come on the podcast. <laughs> ask him so the funny. ask I him just... the same exact question that I asked yeah. him last time. Same exact wording and like tone of voice. See if he picks yeah. up on it or just. Yeah, imagine it would be funny if he answers the exact same way. <laughs> imagine it's the like, exact same. It's like, yeah. Like, it's, yeah. He's already got, like, his, like, notes. Like, this is exactly how you answer a question about Tony. Like, he's like, <laughs> this is what to say. Here's your script. Like, he's reading off a teleprompter. Um, no, but, uh, so, um, what do you think about, uh, 11 games? The suspension uh, finally, I, I, it's, it's finally done. I mean, not the suspension isn't done. And, but, I mean, the, but the everything, I'm, I got to say, like, part of me is not completely surprised because I think the NFL wanted to avoid, like, the whole court, like, the, like going, like, because yeah. I think the I, NFL's I think, thought process was like, all right, he, we're going to suspend him for longer because six games is obviously not long enough. However, if we go for a season, he's going to sue. And <laughs> I think the NFL thought, in their head, like they sort of thought, you know, amongst themselves and talked about it was like, the, the truth of the matter is the NFL wants this out of, out of the media as quick as possible. That's what they want. They want this to be over with. Will it? No, obviously not. But if this carries along in the court system and it goes down to 11 games, 
you're just extended how long it's going to be in people's minds. So I think they kind of just were like, listen, we want it for longer. But if we do 16 games, media is going to get a hold of it. He's going to sue. And then it's just going to drag on. So they kind of were like, well, t- if he had, like, so when, you know, Deshaun obviously came, saw that it's possible he gets a year, but, you know, the whole, whatever. Like, he knows that it's going to go in Dragon Court. So, you know, it, they both came to an agreement where it was kind of like, Deshaun takes the extra games, the NFL gets it out of the media quicker, quote unquote. I don't think it will be gone. But, like, at the end of the day, like, a year was like, obviously, I mean, he deserves more than a year, but. You know, at the end of the day, like the NFL Players Association is going to fight for him, Mm -hmm. whether or not, you know, whether like he obviously with the settlement, there's admission of of guilt and somewhat. So, like, they're still going to fight for him no matter what, because that's what they're supposed to do. And then the NFL, like, basically really wants to look better than they just want to look somewhat good. And I think this somewhat does that for them. Um, Yeah. So I can't say I'm completely surprised. I think. Think he could have and should have gotten more, but at the end of the day, you know, I just like Sean don't just eats the extra games and the NFL's like whatever, like let's just get it done with. I think that's, it, I think that's how it went. Down. Number one, I don't understand why he or his team has any sort of say in why and what suspend and like, you know, he tried to. Apparently, there were reports that he tried to propose a six-game suspension or an eight-game suspension in this type of... Like, why is he proposing punishments for himself? Why does he have a say? That's not one thing I don't get. And number two, when stuff like this happens, when people are accused of egregious acts like the ones that Deshaun Watson is getting accused of, I hate... Now, I don't know if his lawyer said exactly these words or or if he had, or his representation has... But, like, I don't get when somebody is accused of these types of acts, the lawyer will be like, oh, so-and-so has maintained his innocence the entire time. And they try to use that as, like, saying that he is innocent. Like, if somebody is like, oh, um, Deshaun Watson has maintained his innocence since March 2021. Like, why does that matter? Like, well, it doesn't. He, he hasn't maintained any innocence. He's just – he's maintained lying about his innocence. Yeah. He hasn't maintained his innocence. He's gonna, yeah. He's going to continue to do so. He will yeah. continue to. He hasn't maintained innocence innocent. for 18 months. He has lied about innocence for 18 months. He's tried to play dumb and manipulate it, manip, manipulate everybody about this for 18 months because he hasn't given a shit about this for 18 months. No. Yeah. He was yeah. in that courtroom, right, for his hearing. I'm pretty sure he said, like, he didn't know why he was there. But he also admitted that, like, one of the massage therapists did cry after his appointment with her. Like, I don't know. Like, he's. He hasn't, he's not maintaining innocence. He's just, he's been playing dumb for 18 months. He keeps saying. He just doesn't care. He just doesn't care. He says one thing about like, oh, I, you know, I, I'm so sorry to all the women. But then I'll say like, oh, I never did this. I never did anything wrong. So like, like, he's just, there's no innocence being maintained. There's no remorse. Yeah. And that, and that fucking thing where he spoke, uh, before the preseason game where he, he finally like quote-unquote apologized, that was BS, too. He didn't see yeah. anything. Everyone's like, oh, well, he finally showed remorse. No, he didn't. I didn't see any remorse. Well, here's the thing face. is, I, I don't think he... I, I actually think he doesn't... Like, he thinks he's innocent. I don't think he thinks he did yeah. anything wrong. That's the thing. I, I mean, in his mind, he's 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 not in the wrong here. And I don't think he's like... like I don't think he's hiding it. I think he just doesn't care because I think he thinks he's right. I think he's just is what it is. And, and and see, the problem with this, like, kind of going back to your point about, like, like why is he proposing anything? Because the, the, the thing is, is, like, like these things are impossible to prove. Like, then that's, mm. that's what his legal team hinges on, is the fact that, like, you technically can't prove that he did anything illegal. Like, there's no, like, hence why, like, it was a civil, they were all civil cases, because they knew that, like, there's no shot to get him jail time. There's a, there's just not enough evidence to prove any of it, which obviously is not the case. Like obviously he's done, you know, a lot of things wrong, a lot of things illegally, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't like, the thing is, is like when it comes to the legal system, which is flawed is like, we can see all the wrong he's done and we know it's true. However, like when it comes to the legal system, like it needs to be clear cut, like here's the evidence, like, you know, and that's what his team's going off of is, well, you can't prove that any of this actually happened, which is like, 
in part true. Like, yes, there's the times, like you said, where he like somewhat apologized or he admits to like someone crying after the massage therapist or like, I know there's a text of him like apologizing if he made someone feel uncomfortable. But like, that's the issue is like, that's it's, it's not like enough in terms of the legal system, which is why like the, he has the ability, quote unquote, to like counter with things because at the mm. end of the day, like he wasn't charged with anything. So like, it's, it, it's just one of those situations where like, the NFL really doesn't like it has somewhat of a leg to stand on, but it doesn't have enough. Like if he was charged with something or like the civil cases came out to him like losing and like basically proving that he did something, maybe it would have been different. But like when you settle most of the cases and then I don't even know, is there any cases left? Was, is there still one left? There might be like, one. Like I think the original one. I don't know. But here's the thing is like he so he gets fined five million. He's out of 11 games. The thing is, is like. I, could, I like, don't see him not settling the one case. Like, the thing is, is, like, it's already only civil, so at the best you're getting, like, you know, payments or, you know, some type of money. But if yeah. he just comes back and just offers X amount of money, I'm sure the person, like, the, the woman will take it. Like, and then, you know, it'll all, go, know. quote, unquote, go away. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe she sticks to her guns and wants, like, him in the, in the, in the media for a while. But the thing is, is, like, like I said, like, it's just, it's just one of those circumstances where, like, I mean, hey, people have gotten away with a lot worse. Um, so, like, murder and stuff. Like, I mean, look at what, OJ? Like, he, you know, the glove didn't fit or whatever. So, you know, it's 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 tough. Like, it's clear that Deshaun did something, like, terrible and that he mm. should be, like, in jail. But just at the end of the day, there's just, you know, you know, and you have to admit, the NFL's hands are tied here. Tied here. Like, and five million dollars is fucking nothing to him. He just well, got I think that's why he should be fine. I think it should be a percentage fine, like twenty five percent of your salary, like not this year, yeah. like twenty five percent of the contract you just signed. So that would be what fifty million dollars. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, five million to him is what? What's it, it's all guaranteed? Fifty. Twenty five percent of two hundred thirty. I mean, yeah, probably. It means sixty. Sixty. So fifty five. Yeah. Something around. It'll be, yeah, it'd be a little bit less than sixty. It'd be like fifty eight or something like that. Uh, 57.5 mil. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, I just, I don't know if it's enough. I think it's not, it, it's I, not. I think I mean, the baseline it, 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 had to be, had yeah. to be a year. And it wasn't. It, it, it is definitely not enough. And I think everyone can agree on that. I mean, well, it's not, there are it's, people out there that still believe he, he didn't do anything wrong. Of course, um, yeah. Delusional Browns fans who are lining yeah. up for autographs after every fucking training camp practice. Yeah. So. Or who, or or delusional Browns fans who don't teach their children anything, and they send them to get in line for autographs after um, training camp practices. Like you see it every day. There's videos yeah. from oh, Browns yeah. training camp practice of like kids, fans lined up to get like their football signed by Deshaun Watson, despite the fact that he's been in this, you know, he's, he's been in this situation for the last year and a half and he's been all over the news the last year and a half because of the, the, as Roger Goodell said, the egregious and predatory acts that he yeah. committed. So, I mean, Hey, you people love big men. He raped somebody never proven, but you know, it was pretty evident that he did it. So yeah, I mean that was. I, uh, it's just that's just what happens. That? People just care more about that. That was oh my god. That was 2010. He had a couple yeah. of different situations. Yeah, I think he had one in 09, and I think he had one in 10, 2010. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, people still line up. You know, he'll be a Hall of Famer too. Probably. Roethlisberger. Yeah. yeah. You're probably. Right. I mean, eh. yeah. People just like they. This, the thing is, is like people just forget. They're like, eh, it happened. I think I if mean, Eli is a Hall of Famer, then Roethlisberger is going to be a Hall of Famer as well. If Eli is a Hall of Famer, Roethlisberger hat. Like, I mean, he shouldn't be because, you know, he raped somebody. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, that's forgotten. Like, no one brings that up anymore. Like, you bring up, like, I know. No one, I, like, you never yeah. hear it on media. You never hear it anywhere. So it's like, and I think this is, like, a little bit different because of the, maybe more so, like, how big the media has been involved, like, and not, he's been covering this, the Sean Watson um, things. But at the end of the day, it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if 10 years down the line, say Deshaun is still in the league and he's playing at a high level. People just, well, they just, well, just, he's just under contract for however longer. Five years. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's and then, but once that contract is over, he's going to be, how old is he? He's already, right? He's 25 or he's 26. Yeah. He's a, 
He's 25 or 26. He's about to turn 27. So when this contract oh, is I mean, over. He'll still be 32. Yeah. Well, he has been in, he has been in the league for a little bit now. Um, yeah, but so he'll still be young. Like, I mean, yeah. Russ is, uh, Russ is what, 32 or Stafford 32? One of them's 32, one of them's 34. can't remember which one. Uh, I, I think know. Russ is 32. I think I'm, looking, I'm looking up the spot track right now. Russell Wilson, uh, we got uh, 33. And, oh, he uh, must have turned 33 recently then. Nah, he's about to turn 34 soon. Oh. Um, <laughs> Stafford. How old is Stafford? Stafford's 34, huh. turning 35. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but they've yeah, been but there. Anyway. I mean, Stafford's been in the league for like three more years. Yeah, three years Stafford's longer than Stafford's been around. Yeah, it's the Stafford's been around since we were in middle school. I'm actually stunned yeah. that he's only 34. Yeah, he's been he's been around for a while. I mean, he's been in the league 11 years now. 12. More than that. Dude, he was in. Maybe? I think 2009 was his first season. This I think 2009 season, right? I think 2009 was his first season. Nine, ten, uh, Detroit. Yeah, I think so. To 2009. Yeah, so this will be. This will probably be his. This I think this is his 14th season. Dude, wow, that's crazy. Hell and back from 2009 to 2020 with that organization. Yeah. Good yeah, going back to like what we were saying about Deshaun, like, so he's got five years left. Well, five years basically starting now, and then he's got. So he'd be 32 when he comes out of that, or he'd be just about to turn 32. And and like, thing is, is. A, there's, like, no way that this sticks as hard in the media as it has now. And mm-hmm. if he plays at a high level and he doesn't accept with the Browns, like, there's going to be a lot of teams that, that seek after him. If he's 32 and he's still, like, a, if he plays to the level he played before, like, there's going to be teams that go after him. They're going to be like, yeah, maybe the media will be like, oh, what a terrible organization for, like, like another, like, you know, six months or a year. But like, people, mm-hmm. like, the thing is, is, like, the NFL teams want to win. And, like, clearly the Browns don't care. So, and there was other teams that didn't care. The Dolphins wanted to trade for him. Uh, who else was, like, rumored to be? Like, who was else? There was always those the Eagles States? rumors. Eagles rumors. Falcons, Which, I think, were even talked about for a little bit. Falcons, more. yeah. I think Falcons were, like, in the running to get him the trade for him. Yeah, so now so you're like, talking about, like, I mean, that's so many. I mean, that's, what, already four teams, like, right there. Like, the Browns got him. The Eagles, the Falcons, and the, and the Dolphins were also all involved. So it's, like... Mm. If they were considering him now with how bad it is, or even previously with how bad it is, like, mm-hmm. they're going to be considering him in five years down the road when, like, most likely some of it dies off because people, like, I mean, people just forget. I mean, Tyreek Hill broke his kid's arm last year, and no one talks about that anymore. Like, Big Ben, you have so many people. Kareem Hunt, like, people still don't talk about the Kareem Hunt thing. Like, there's so many times where, like, people just, like, move on. They just are, like, whatever, he's a good football player, and they just don't care anymore. I'll that's how it is. be a fan of the guy, but that's know, but that's how saying, it is. Like, People care thing. about the wins and the stats yeah. and that. Yeah. The thing is, is like you have to be like, like you have to be realistic about the situation, and that's like kind of like where I'm trying to come from. Is like realistically, you know, the NFL like settled because you know at the end of the day they want it out and they want to get back to the NFL season and like back to like you know like pumping up the game, getting ready for week one, and then. You know, and realistically, in the future, if Deshaun does play well and he's still, you know, an extremely well-playing quarterback in the future, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, a lot of teams really seek after him because, you know, teams are more about PR and because they want to sell tickets. And you could say bad PR doesn't sell tickets, but you know what sells tickets? Winning games. So, you know, you're going to have, like you said, you see at Browns practices all the time, like people lining up for autographs. Clearly, I still think when Deshaun comes back, we... 13 against the Texans, which is interesting. That, like, I think the Brown Stadium, the first home game, is going to be packed. I, I really. What, I what really a coincidence, think, by the way. His first game yeah, back right? is in. It's in Houston, I think. Is it? Wow, that's going to be. I think I have, that, that, they better put that prime time. They got to put that prime they're time. They're not going to put a prime time. Well, they're not going to put a prime time because it's a Sean, but. It's Browns at Texans December 4th. That's wow. at 1 p.m. I, that is, like, that's a game that I have to watch because I want to see, like, when he comes in, like the reception he gets, because people are gonna boo the hell out of him. I think they're gonna boo him. Yeah, they booed him oh, in Jacksonville yeah. at the preseason game last week. Oh yeah, they're gonna boo him even now. worse because the Texans Texans fans probably hate him. Exactly. So um, that's gonna be like a fun, a fun, a fun like little intro to see how bad he gets booed. Exactly. Um, as he should. As he should. 
Any uh, any final remarks before we wrap this up? So we got the Jets. Uh, what this coming Monday, right? Giants Sunday. Giants, Giants play Sunday. Sunday night against uh, Bengals seven o'clock, and yeah. the Jets are would, what Falcons Monday. Uh, I think so. And I actually they, wasn't even able to watch the first preseason game because I was at a bachelor party. We were um, like, oh my games. god. So How I, could you not I, watch the first preseason game? That's like must-watch TV. Right. Well, I literally, I, I, I literally write about what the starters do, and then I lose. Like, I, I, I don't lose interest, but like, it's yeah. But you're not gonna keep writing. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch Monday's game. It sucks. So I won't see Zach, but I'll watch. I'll watch. There's a few guys that I want to keep an eye out for. So you'll see Chris. Uh, who's the uh, fourth stringer who was in uh, Chris Striebler? Oh yeah, something like that. I, I, I he actually, he actually didn't. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, he didn't do too bad. And for a guy yeah. that got like no team reps in practice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, I'll be able to watch him. I want to see like I want to I want to watch Jermaine. I want to watch Bryce uh, or Brees. Sorry, Brees. I want to watch Garrett. Obviously, you could watch Brees um, and Bryce. Yeah, that's true. Because Joe Douglas just drafts guys and brings in guys that have the same name as one another. Yeah, Brees and Bryce. Michael, I can watch two different Michael Carters. Uh, <laughs> Quincy Williams, Quinn and Williams, obviously Quinn the brothers. Yeah. The Carl one that Walker. gets me every time. The one that gets me every time, uh, from a writing standpoint, is Connor McGovern versus Connor McDermott because one of them, one of them has, I think McGovern has spells Connor with two N's, and I think McDermott spells it with one. With one. I think I got it. Is McDermott still even on the team? Yeah, he's he, right. Is he still a backup? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know who, how they spell their names because every time I write it, I have to go back and like triple check. It's <laughs> like it's ridiculous. And then you got Bryce and Brees, Quincy and Quinnen, uh, Michael Carter, Michael Carter. Two different Michael Carters, of course. One went to Carolina and one went to Duke. Uh, yeah, Michael and Carter then, second and Michael Carter. Yeah, like it's just this, yeah, and then and it's and it's wait, isn't it's Bryce Hall and Brees and and Brees Hall? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Bryce Hall is also the name of, like, a TikTok star. Yeah, So I've, I've heard That's people true. bring up, like, Bryce Hall in conversation. I'm like, you mean the Jets cornerback? And they're like, who? <laughs> My God, the Jets probably now third the, string outside corner. I'm like, you're talking about the Jets cornerback or the dude from TikTok? And they're like, there's a Jets cornerback named Bryce. I'm like, okay, I, okay, I, I got to <laughs> go. I got to go. <laughs> I, I understand. Um, oh, and Jeremy yeah. Rucker. I want to watch Jeremy Rucker, too. Yeah, that would be interesting to see. Um as always, thanks for uh, coming on, man. We'll talk next week. Sounds good to me. Cool. And if you made it this far, thanks so much for tuning in to episode 114 of the Wide Right Podcast. As always, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Iart Radio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, at Robert Lettinen, as well as at Ryan Honey, E-S-N-Y. Uh, thanks uh, once again for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon.